0: hey this is pastor arm and i want to thank you for joining me today for the activation church podcast we are here so that people can activate their life in christ and i believe this message is going to help you go further than ever before check it out i want to welcome everybody who is joining us online today thank you so much for being a part of this worship experience please like the video subscribe to our channel and if you're ever in the area We want you to join us one Sunday morning. The title of this message today is Would You? Would You? Can you just ask the person next to you, Would You? The the title really came from a moment of self reflection. I was thinking about my life and I came to Psalm 139 where David says, search me, O God. That's a prayer that we should pray more often. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any, somebody say any. Any. See if there be any grievous way in me and if so lead me somebody said lead me lead me in the way of everlasting that's what's so good about God he doesn't just show you what needs to be fixed he'll lead you to a better way and so as I began to think about this passage I was thinking God what what is there about me that you want to fix what is there in my life that you want to change what, what am I doing good that you want me to continue doing? Search me. And I started asking questions like this. Would you marry you? You ever thought about that? If your spouse spoke to you the way you speak to them, would you want to remain married to them? See, a lot of times in life when we notice a problem within a relationship, whether it's a marriage, whether it's dating, it may be a friendship, it could be a working relationship where you work with someone, it could be a relationship with our kids. When we notice a problem, it is our human nature to point our finger and say, hey, if you would fix this, things would be better. But Jesus says, hey, that's not the way to go about it. He says, if your brother has a speck in their eye, don't worry about that. Andy, stop worrying about Gavin's speck, because you've got a log coming out of your face. So Jesus says, I tell you what, bud, deal with the log coming out of your face, and then maybe you can help the other guy with the speck. And so I really believe when it comes to our life, we should look at it through the lens of Christ, through the lens of his spirit, through the lens of his word, and ask questions like, would I want to be married to me? Would you? Would you want to be your kid? Like the way you talk to your kids, is that acceptable to you? Would would you want to work for you like if you're an employer would you want to work for you the way you treat the people under you would you want to be treated that way Uh, here's one would you hire you would you would you if you could duplicate yourself would you hire you would you be happy with your time management skills would you be happy with your productivity would you be happy with your attitude around the workplace? Because there's some people that are highly productive, but they got a sucky attitude. And I'd rather have someone who's got a great attitude and is halfway productive, because guess what? We can have a conversation and say, you're a really good guy, I think you can do more. But if you've got a bad attitude, so like all these things, like would I? Here's one that hits you between the eyes, or at least it does me sometimes. Would you know that you are a Christian by the way you live? Is there fruit being produced in your life? And so would you, that's the question I'm asking myself. It's the question that I would really like you to ask yourself, not just today, but also moving forward in your life. Last week, we dealt with the skeletons, the things from our past the haunt us in our present, but today I really want to focus in on using our present to invest into our future. I want to use what I have right now to invest into who I want to become. How many of you know that nothing good grows on accident? Have you ever thought about it? Nothing good grows on accident the the seeds that you plant today please get this especially if you're younger in the room the seeds that you plant today will determine what you can have tomorrow when I was a kid we had a pear tree on our property and I was able to go and pick pears Off the tree, and I was able to enjoy fresh pears because somebody made the decision to plant a seed. The tree did not pop up on accident. It was a planned result. It was intentional. The same is true with our life. If we want something good, then we've got to be intentional in what we are planting. Turn the person next to you and say, think about it. You need to think about it because where you are now is a direct result of the decisions that you made in your past. When I was 17 years old, I was sitting in a living room by myself at night. I was listening to Metallica's uh, remake of Tuesday's Gone with the Wind. And so I'm sitting there in the recliner. I'm all by myself. Everybody's in bed. And my pager goes off. Now, for those of you who are too young to know what a pager is, it's this little device that we kept on our hip side that that if somebody needed us, they could call that number, and it would beep or vibrate, and you look at it, and you could see the number that you needed to call back. And so I'm sitting there by myself. I'm kind of bored. Somebody pages me, and I look at it. And so I decide, you know what? I'm going to call them back. I'm going to be a good friend. The Bible says show yourself friendly. You want friends? Show yourself friendly. so pick up the the dial phone you know by the way if you had a pager back then and you weren't near your home phone you had to find a pay phone Some, we'll get into that for all you young folks <laughs> one day one day y'all are going to be going on tours of relics and like, oh, behold how they used to communicate uh, and, and so I call this number back and I'm talking to somebody who's trying to find something to do and so I was like well why don't you come over and they said well my friend Ashley's with me I said all right y'all come on over that decision was the starting point of the family i now have today think about that i'm 17 years old and i made a decision it it, it seemed small at the time it seemed insignificant at the time but that decision has led me to where i am today why because decisions lead to destinations get that within yourself Decisions lead to destinations. You're making decisions today that will determine where you go tomorrow. Ephesians 5 verse 15 says this, Look carefully then how you walk. Bella, look carefully at how you walk. Consider the steps that you're taking. Think through, where will this move take me? That's what Paul's saying here. He's saying, look carefully at how you walk. Consider where the step will take you. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. So I want you to consider your steps and make sure you are making the most of the time you have. I want to prayerfully consider what I am doing, why I am doing it, and where it's going to take me. Are you following that? What am I doing right now? Why am I doing this? And where is this going to take me? I think too many people live their life making very important decisions without giving very great thought I do weddings quite often and at every ceremony that I do I say marriage is an honorable estate and should be entered into with great thought and prayer I wonder how many people are listening to that part of the ceremony because I think many times we make decisions based upon what's convenient what's good for now not based upon what's going to be best for later what is easiest now i really really want to get married and so you'll do for now i really 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 want to start a family and have kids and so you'll do for now and so we jump into all kinds of situations in our life we move locations we move jobs all of these big decisions without careful consideration and without prayer where is this going to take me because it may feel okay right now but it could cause a lot of pain later or this may feel really good right now because it's a really good decision that is leading in a really good direction I want to carefully somebody say carefully I want to carefully consider the decisions I'm making Because decisions lead to destinations. If you're taking notes, write that down. Decisions lead to destinations. If you're watching online, put it in the chat. Decisions lead to destinations. And good decisions start with a good vision. Good decisions start by having a good vision. I need to know what it is I'm wanting to grow before I just go out there and scatter seeds. Because stuff's going to spring up. So if I'm not wanting to grow something, I need to withhold that seed. Because how many of you know, we've, we've gone through it the past few weeks. The Bible says, don't be deceived. God's not mocked. Whatever you sow, that is what you are going to grow. And so if it's not something I want to grow, I don't need to invest into it. And the only way I know if I need to invest into it is if I know who I'm wanting to become. So when I talk about vision, it's about who is it that I'm wanting to become. Too many times we focus on what is it that I need to do. We, we think about what is it that I need to do. But unless you know who, then you'll never know what to do. Does that make sense to you? If I don't know who it is I'm wanting to become, I won't know what it is that I need to do. And you can spend a lot of your time doing a lot of things and not really making a lot of progress. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, verse 26, I do not run aimlessly. This is one of my favorite verses in Scripture. I don't run aimlessly. You know why? Because I don't run at all. I'm just kidding. (laughs) He says, I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. In other words, he's saying I live intentionally. The decisions I'm making are intentional I look carefully at the steps I'm taking and where they are going to take me I am making the best use of my time time is so incredibly valuable and we waste it like there's plenty of it I need to know where I am wanting to go, who I am wanting to become so that I can make sure I'm taking steps into that direction and using the best of my time so that I don't run aimlessly. I'm not just swinging my fist, not making maximum impact. See, Paul was a persecutor of the early church. He devoted his entire life to destroying Christians and Christianity once he met jesus on the road to damascus jesus completely transformed his life and from that moment forward he used his entire life to preach the gospel plant churches and be a fully devoted devoted follower of christ you know why because that's who he wanted to become He wanted to become a fully devoted follower of Christ. He wanted to become a preacher of the gospel because he was called to. He wanted to plant churches because that's what he was called to do and designed to do by God. And so everything he did in his life was filtered through who I want to become. He even sacrificed his comfort. And possible relationships that he could have had that would not have been wrong they would not have been evil they would not have been sin but it wasn't going in the direction he was wanting to go in and so he said I'm not gonna take any part of it Paul was never married not because he should never be married it would have been okay for Paul to be married but he realized I don't have time to take care of a family and be preaching the gospel the way I want to preach the gospel because I'm going to get beat for this thing. I'm going to get thrown in prison for this thing. And I don't have time to worry about what my family is going through back there. So that does not add to who I want to become, so I'm not going to take part in it. So that's how we need to be thinking. Is what I am doing adding to who I want to Become, but first I need to know who is it that I want to be so for me I know first and foremost I want to be a fully devoted follower of Christ I want to serve Jesus I want to be a good husband I want to be a good father I want to be a good pastor I want to be a good leader these are just some of the things I want to be So now that I know who it is, Daryl, that I want to be, now I can start defining what is it that I need to do to get there? What is it that I need to stop doing that is keeping me from getting there? If I want to go to Orlando today, I'm not going to get on 75 North from here. You know why? Because that's the wrong direction. When I was a teenager, Randy and I, who's our worship leader, we went hunting, (laughs) and uh, I don't remember how many days the hunting excursion was, but we decided to cut it a little short. And so that night, we were sitting around, we said, let's go back home. And so we got in the car to leave, and I was not familiar with the area, and the on-ramps were those confusing on-ramps. Have you ever seen those, like where it's like, normally you would just do that to go that way? But when you do that, it does this and goes that way. And so I ended up, I'm trying to get on 75 south, and I ended up on 75 north. And the nearest exit is several miles ahead of us. And so I end up going in the complete wrong direction because I made a bad decision. And not only do my decisions affect me, but my decisions will also affect whoever's in the car with me. So when you think about how important your decisions are, think about the fact that it's not just touching you. It's touching everybody in the car with you. Your family, your kids. Depending on what your position is in a church, it can affect your church. Your decisions matter. And so I need to think, okay, who is it I want to become? And I want you all to think about this. Like, take it home with you. Think about it during the week. Who is it that I want to become? Now I'll start thinking about what it is I need to do to make sure I'm stepping in the right direction. The Apostle Paul says, all things are lawful, but not everything's beneficial. So there are things that I can do that won't hurt the heart of God. They just won't get me closer to where I'm wanting to go. So I need to think that, that through. Is this taking me in the direction I want to go? You know, I hear people say, you know, I really want a man who will honor me and respect me. That's what I want, pastor. I'm praying that God to send me a man who will honor me and cherish me and respect me, a man of integrity, a man of holy fire and faith, A man filled with the Spirit and has trembling lips. Pastor, that's what I'm praying for. Where'd you meet him? I met him by swiping right. And if you're doing that and giving them the milk and cookies for free, you may be going in the wrong direction. You know what, Pastor? Uh, I want to raise my children to fear God, to serve God, to love God. Okay, well, how important is it to you to have them in church? Well, Pastor, no, 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 no. See, you're making a decision that's leading to a destination, and it's taking you in a different direction than what you're saying. See, a lot of times we say we want this, but we are really doing this. I say that I want to be physically fit, but tacos sound really good. (laughs) And we do that in our life. So I need to consider, is what I am doing taking me in the direction that I want to go, And if not, I'm going to cut it off. If it's not benefiting me in the direction that I want to go, I'm either going to stop doing it or start doing something else. If it is, then I want to continue doing it. I love what David says in Psalm 139. He says, search me, O God. See, I'm I'm going to take a look at my life. But God, there's things about me that you'll see that I cannot see any longer. You ever gotten like smell blind? Get used to your own brand? (laughs) That happens in life. We get so familiar with who we are that we don't really know who we are. And we'll lie to ourselves about who we are. Many of you, when I was saying, like, would you marry you? You're thinking, heck yeah. (laughs) Darn straight. Would you work for you? Darn tootin'. You know. But really we're we're not taking a close enough look because we're blind to it. But when I can come to God and say, God, Bob, I want God to search me. Because He's going to show me things about me that I'm no longer aware of. He's going to show me things about me that I may be blind to. The Spirit of God's going to direct me to a moment to where maybe I didn't treat someone the way I should have treated them in the moment he may take me to a place where i ignored someone that he wanted me to talk to in the moment and i didn't and he begins to reveal these things and so i'm vulnerable enough and pliable enough to say god search me know me help me fix me strengthen me i'm not worried about you at this moment I'm not worried about what you need to fix, Lisa. I'm thinking about me. God, what is it within me that you want to do? And I'm yielding myself for you to do it. If you want to see transformation in your life, it happens by yielding yourself to the Spirit of God. It's not about you trying to do everything that you can do. It is yielding to the spirit of God, allowing him to reveal things. And you come in and saying, God, I see who it is that you want me to be. Now I need you to give me the strength to become that. I need you to help me to continue doing the things I need to do. And I need you to give me the strength to stop or to cut off the things that I should not. Again, not everything in your life that you're doing is sin, but is it beneficial to where you're headed in life? Ephesians 5.15, we read it earlier. Look carefully at your steps. Consider your ways. Where is this going to take me? Sometimes we jump into... Relationship we should not jump into sometimes we move in with someone that we should not move in with sometimes we do all these things that we should not do because we're not carefully considering where this will take us but from this moment forward i'm wanting you to know that things can begin to change and shift and turn if you'll yield yourself to god and start saying okay god Not only am I going to let you lead me, because that's what you say, you lead me into the path of everlasting, I'm going to let you lead me, but I'm going to consider every move that I make, every decision that I make, because it's taking me in a direction. If that person's you, right now I want to pray for you at home or wherever you're watching or listening to this sermon. Father, I ask that you would touch them right now in the mighty name of your son Jesus. God, help them. And strengthen them. God, mold us and make us into the people you've called us to be. In Jesus' name.